It's Friday. It's Friday, yo. How's it going? Uh, so, you are listening to The Wolf's End. I'm, of course, your host, The Wolf, and we have an interesting episode for you. Uh, it's a discussion about um, continuing games like Passions was talking about. It's, it's a discussion about story building and world building, and of course, of course, this all stems from Hogwarts Legacy. So, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. It might be a little bit heavy, but I think it's a it's a good conversation to have. Okay, so I read a couple of articles, uh, some opinion pieces about Hogwarts Legacy. One from Kotaku and run one from Polygon. And they are what you would expect from those outlets. They're exactly what you would expect. They're throwing everything they can at Hogwarts Legacy and J.K. Rowling in particular and Harry Potter, the the wizarding world at large, which is kind of interesting. And that's that's what struck my piqued my interest in this in this discussion initially because jk rowling is kind of whatever that that horse has been beaten to a bloody pulp and we're not going to rehash it but the wider world is something that hasn't been talked about at least on this podcast so let's explore that a little bit so the the world of harry potter is built on exclusivity right not everybody gets to be gets to wield magic and you need an invitation to attend this school it's not everybody that just gets to go it's not a given this isn't a public school <laughs> you know this is a private school for very special people and as i talked about uh, a couple of days ago there are only a thousand students at this school so take that widen it out to all of England and that's your indication of how exclusive this ability is. Avalanche Software, on the other hand, tries to be as inclusive as humanly possible. Like, they throw everything at this damn game. There are people from all over the world in here. Uh, you don't see that in in the books. Um, there's really no explanation as to why they're even there or again, you have to, because you have to connect this to the books. There's no explanation as to why they don't exist further in the books. You know, there's just, it's too, there are too many people from too many backgrounds in this game. It just doesn't make sense. Uh, because you have to take the original work into consideration which is what i was talking about uh with lord of the rings you know you could throw whatever you wanted to and in, into lord of the rings you just have to have to have an explanation as to why it doesn't exist once you hit the books once you hit the hobbit or the fellowship of the ring you have to have an explanation as to why those creatures don't exist but you could throw whatever you wanted to in there so that seems to be what's happening with Hogwarts Legacy. They're throwing things in there without giving any explanation as to why they aren't there later in the in the universe's timeline. So 
I had to like when I ran a, when I ran across the uh one of the Indian students or maybe it was a teacher. I I was like in my head I'm like what what is this person doing here? And then I'm thinking uh well India was part of the British Empire so maybe maybe that makes some sense. I can't for the life of me understand why there's a Ugandan student there. Um initially I was like, well, you know, there are magical people all over the world perhaps this is like the only way they could go to school. But the game says no, no, no. The biggest school in the world for magic users is in Uganda. And I was like, what? So why why is Hogwarts so prestigious then if if the biggest school in the world is in Uganda? Why why isn't everybody going to Uganda? <laughs> it's like it doesn't make any sense. Um but it's it's an it's a conversation we have to have because it pulls apart the story and it starts to fray some of some of the IP and it makes things convoluted and messy. So here's the real issue. The real issue is that we are in a culture that for better or worse wants to include everybody in everything. Now I say better or worse because you know, it, there are instances where you want to have an exclusive group. If you're the best of the best, you don't want everybody included in that group. You know, um, not everybody should be able to play in the NBA, for example. Um, it, it's, it's, there are restrictions on things. There are exclusive areas and that kind of, provides those limitations provide opportunities to create your own exclusive group be part of that exclusive group or to have a conversation about whether or not that group should exist whether that exclusivity is deserved or if it's right or wrong but when you take that apart when you take those limitations apart you end up with something that doesn't make sense. And Hogwarts Legacy is one of those instances. If you're going to do inclusivity, if you're going to try to appeal to the widest possible audience, then you need to do it in a way that makes sense. There are restrictions in the world. Not everybody gets a lucky spawn. You know, you, there are people with disabilities, there are people with, that are, uh, facing prejudice of one kind or another. There are limitations in the world and story wise, when you're talking about a story, if you have a character like Ray from Star Wars, who faces no real obstacle, there's no real impediment, there's no restriction on them, the story feels like unreal. It's like it's more real to me to imagine space wizards, as people call them, uh, in 
Luke Skywalker than it is for me to like get invested in the story of Rey because Rey has, despite whatever is thrown at that story, there's always a like an easy solution. There's no struggle. There's no nothing. It's just given, and that that's not real life. That doesn't create a compelling story. <laughs> if the, if the heroes can just figure it out without any type of adversity then like what the hell is the point of the story and that seems to be kind of what's happening not not exactly in the same way but it seems to be kind of what's happening here with hogwarts legacy it's a very exclusive school that has it has some diversity in there but it not nearly as much as what we see in the game and the game provides no real explanation as to as to what's happening there. And aside from that, let's talk about even something more basic. The fact that you, you can like almost immediately um, leave the school with zero consequence. You can go into the Forbidden Forest with zero consequence. You can just not do... you Like, they say you go to school, but there's no... There's nothing there to indicate that you actually, you like attend classes voluntarily and sporadically. You're not actually at school. So again, that's a limitation that's wiped out from the game. Uh, the unfor unforgivable curses are a limitation that's wiped out from the game. And it, it does create kind of a problem because it starts to lose character after a while. It starts to like lose the veneer of magicalness <laughs> uh, because you can do whatever you want then it's kind of like well why am I even at school and if I'm not if I'm not going to school then why am I you know what's the point I guess to see the castle I guess um, but story wise it, it doesn't it doesn't hold a lot of water you have to create your own story as to what's happening here and the explanation behind it in my head, in my head canon is that I'm like my transcripts got lost and like I'm not really I'm not really a student here <laughs> and I don't have to I like I have to I I uh, dropped out of school when I was 16 or whatever and like I'm here as an assignment for the Ministry of Magic or something and really it's not I, I get treated so differently from the other students that I I I'm not really a student. <laughs> um, so that's that's one of the issues with the storytelling in Hogwarts Legacy. And it is not unique to Hogwarts Legacy, but it is pretty obvious in this particular game. Now, Passions was talking about uh, new news stories in the, in the line of of Silent Hill or of my example was Lord of the Rings um, these these things are coming up and and a lot of studios would rather rely on existing IP than to go out and create their own IP but if you do that you're going to have to make sure that you have an explanation for the changes that you made. You can't just throw people in there or situations in there that don't make sense given the original work. You have to 
at least respect the original work enough to recognize that there are limitations on the universe that you either have to get around and have an explanation for, or you have to explain why things go back to the way they were in the original. You can't lazily just throw things in there. It, it, it feels weird. It doesn't feel right. And it, it, it does everything a disservice. Everything. It does you as a, a disservice as a writer, as a storyteller. It does the audience a disservice because you're treating them like four-year-olds who are supposed to like just live on nostalgia and ignore the fact that this makes no sense. And it's you're doing a disservice to to the original work because the original work that inspired what you're doing had limitations. And to take that and say, ah, no, no, it it didn't do it well enough is to, is to just shit all over it. It's the shit on the creators, the shit on the universe. And it's, it's to shit on anybody who ever liked it. So if you're going to make changes like this, you need to do it in a way that's, that makes sense. You can't just lazily throw things in there. So that's that's the issue with existing IP. And I hope that they don't do that with Lord of the Rings, but that's kind of that's what's happened here with Hogwarts Legacy. There needs to be again, DLC could fix this. Uh they could have an explanation as to like why this happened. Maybe it was the rise of Voldemort that like made it uh more uh, whiter <laughs> than it used to be, you know, uh, more homogenous um, is a better word. Uh, and that's why you don't see a bunch of different characters from all over the planet at this school, like literally all over the planet. There are people from the Middle East, Japan, um, uh, what am I, India, <laughs> Um, it just makes no sense. And if, again, if the, if you're going to establish that the biggest wizarding school in the world is in Uganda, then why are they here? Why are they here instead of in Uganda? Why isn't your character in Uganda? I, I don't like, why didn't you start at Hogwarts and then go to Uganda if that's what you wanted to do? It, it just doesn't, it, it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. So you have to ignore the story and that's about bizarre thing to say but it's just true if you ignore the main story and you create your own headcanon then you can make it make sense but what you're given doesn't make any sense there aren't any limitations there's no explanation it just is (laughs) and you're asked to accept it now i'm willing to accept it it's it's not something that I need a strong story for. It would benefit greatly from having a better story, but it's not something that I really pay attention to. I'm I'm out here trying to collect treasure and complete every puzzle that they put in here. I'm not trying to make sense of the world uh, because it, you can't make sense of it. It just they don't give you enough to make sense of it, but. Anyway, I, I just wanted to talk about uh, some of the issues that 
are actually part of Hogwarts Legacy. They are part of the controversy, but aren't directly related to what we've been talking about for the last, I don't know, month. Those are the issues. Those are the real issues. The fact that you... Harry Potter and the world of the wizarding world is an exclusive group. It's very exclusive. And you need to have, if you're going to throw things in there, you need to have an explanation as to why it exists. And this has nothing to do with um, politics, at least in my opinion. It's just the fact that you have to, you have to have an explanation as to why everything's a big story. You know, you have to have villains, which speaking of, you can't actually be a bad person in Hogwarts legacy, which kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. Like I ran across a, a woman, an NPC, uh, in one of the side quests and she was insufferable. And I wanted to cast a spell at her, but I couldn't, could not do that. Just won't let you. She has no collision, uh, hitbox or whatever. Nothing. Can't do anything. Can't even really retaliate. <laughs> so it's, it simplifies everything down to, uh, like not even, I don't, not even a child would necessarily appreciate this. Um, but again, I don't know that this game is even targeted at children. So the point is there, there are villains, there are issues that need to be rectified or, you know, could at least be explored as to should this exist? Is it good? Is it not? And this game could do it. It could have done it by having that having that kind of conversation as to, you know, or, or at least some explanation as to why, why is it so much more diverse now in the 1890s than it is a hundred years from now in the 1990s? What happened there? Was it good? Was it just these kinds of things? Now, the opinion pieces in Kotaku and Polygon are exploring more of that they're exploring the story and sure yeah you can critique it and they're trying to draw parallels to jk rowling and i just don't i don't see the i don't see it but you can look at these stories and you can expand upon them and create the make them to be thought-provoking and culturally relevant but you can't do that when you try to cater to everybody all the time. You just can't. You can't do that. You can't have any villains that have any weight. You can't have any adversity that needs to be overcome that feels triumphant. You can't have any any real story when you try to treat everyone exactly the same and ignore the fact that you have to you have to overcome things. <laughs> so Anyway, that's what I wanted to talk about today. I hope that it it made you think about what's happening coming up and 
what kind of conversations you're going to have online surrounding storytelling and not necessarily inclusion, but, but storytelling for sure. Um, these situations were, in my opinion, where we have a Mary Sue or like this uh, perfect little world where everything is great all the time and the villains are basically nothing. That's It doesn't carry any real weight because in the real world, the real world dragons and villains that we face on a day-to-day basis are not nothing. The prejudice that we experience is not nothing. And we can't just, we don't have real world deus ex machina plot devices that will get us out of whatever situation we find ourselves in. So stories that do that are kind of worthless, in my opinion. I am a little bit worried that that we're going to get more like Hogwarts Legacy that's going to treat storytelling like this. I hope not, and I hope some DLC fixes this, but that's where we're at right now. So, anyway, hopefully that's thought-provoking for you. I'd love to see what you have to say on social media, or join us in the Discord. You can find the link on, on my Twitter bio or on Facebook. Just search Facebook uh, for WCG Podcast. You'll find us. Anyway, I appreciate you listening. You have a good weekend. I'll catch you on Monday. Peace.